Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and you are here with me today uh, listening to some of the cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history. And today we're going to be focusing on one of my favorite cobwebby corners. This is uh, going to be a program about the recordings of Johnny Dodds, the great New Orleans clarinet player. And these are three sessions that he did under his own name for Brunswick and Vocalion in 1927. And uh, they really give you an excellent sense, I think, of his style of playing. The recording technology had advanced to the point where you could hear him a lot better in his tone, and uh, he, in one session anyway, was the only horn, so you really get a sense of his style. He was born in 1892, just outside of New Orleans, and he was raised in a very musical family, uh, playing various instruments from a very young age. Uh, he uh, went on the road as a teenager. He had done some formal study on clarinet with Lorenzo Tio and Charles McCurdy, who were both very highly accomplished clarinet players in New Orleans and who read very well, played shows and so forth, so he obviously had some good rudimentary training and probably read music reasonably well too, although he's usually thought of as kind of an ear musician just playing blues, but as I said, he was on the road doing various shows, minstrel shows, black vaudeville and so forth. He toured with Billy and Mary Mack and their vaudeville company and also I think with the Rabbit Foot Minstrels for a little while. His brother, Warren Baby Dodds, was uh, a drummer who was born in 1898. We're going to hear him on many of these recordings as well. And uh, he was also very well trained in music and could play shows and so forth, uh, even though he's not usually given credit for that either. So by the early 1920s, uh, Dodds had made the acquaintance of King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band. He knew King Oliver from back in New Orleans days and was playing with that band on a regular basis when they went out to the West Coast, out to San Francisco, for uh, several months. In fact, I think the better part of a year. And he and his brother were playing with that group, with Lil Hardin and uh, some of the members who came back to Chicago in 1922 and uh, had added to their personnel Louis Armstrong on second cornet. And they started making recordings in 1923, which are usually considered some of the first really great New Orleans jazz-style recordings. And this was a band called the Creole Jazz Band that was uh, working quite uh, regularly on Chicago's south side in the African-American section of town uh, at uh, the Lincoln Gardens and also the Royal Gardens. And uh, they were there for several years, uh, more or less consistently. Uh, black musicians from New Orleans came up and played with them and uh, were influenced by them, as were some of the Chicago uh, African-American musicians and the next generation of Chicago white musicians. We consider uh, them the first sort of white uh, jazz stylists of that period. They were known as the Austin High Gang, and even though they were probably too young to get into a club at that point, they would hover around outside and listen through the window. So this first recording session that we're going to listen to is actually chronologically the third one that Dodds did. Uh, this was done on October 8th of 1927, and it was kind of a recreation of the instrumentation of Oliver's Creole Jazz Band with the two cornets. Uh, Natty Dominique was probably the soloist on most of the, the cornet solos. He was from New Orleans, from a musical family. His uh, nephew was Barney Bagard and had lots of other musical uh, affiliations in that city as well. He and Dodds were very good friends, and they played together at Kelly's Stables after the Dodds brothers left Oliver under kind of rancorous conditions, they uh, went into Kelly's stables and uh, played there for six or seven years until the Depression kind of froze them out. And Eddie Dominique was often with them, more often than not, in fact. Alongside him in the cornet section was George Mitchell, known as Little Mitch, who played with uh, the Jelly Roll Morton Band. He was playing with Doc Cook's Dreamland Orchestra as well. And uh, the two of them together recreate some of the breaks and uh, the, the sounds that uh, King Oliver and Louis Armstrong got about four or five years earlier. On trombone, we have a fellow named John Thomas, who was uh, a regular on the Chicago South Side circuit. He recorded with Louis Armstrong's Hot 7 uh, at one point as well. Johnny Dodds, of course, on clarinet. Charlie Alexander on piano. From New Orleans, we have Bud Scott on banjo and taking a vocal. And then we have Baby Dodds on drums. No bass on this one, although the Oliver Band certainly had one. Uh, Bill Johnson was his bass player. Those early recordings uh, didn't show up the bass or the, or the drums very well, so it's nice to hear at least the drums coming through on this session. So we're going to start out with a tune called Come On and Stomp, 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 which was a tune by Fats Waller, believe it or not, that was issued in a stock arrangement by Melrose, and that's sort of what this band is playing from. As I said, they all read music, and this is kind of the same vibe that probably King Oliver's band had four or five years earlier. After that, we're going to hear the new standard from the time, brand new, 
after you've gone. And here it's taken as a dance tempo, almost a slow version. We're going to hear a vocal by Bud Scott on banjo uh, and vocals. Uh, there was a second take issued uh, with no vocal, where it had a pretty straight trombone solo, but uh, we're going to omit that. It doesn't have a lot of differences from the issued take other than that. Then we're going to hear uh, Joe Turner's blues, a, a take on the old Joe Turner theme by W.C. Handy, and then a nice minor tune that uh, brings out a lot of the period charm, I think, called When Erastus Plays His Old Kazoo. Again, another stock arrangement that the Dodds band was probably looking at or at least had gone over before this recording date. Following that, we're going to have a one-shot uh, performance, a, a guest performance by Johnny Dodds with King Oliver and his Dixie Syncopators. This uh, is uh, Oliver's big band that he evolved after the uh, Creole jazz band broke up, so apparently he and Dodds had made up by this point, and they recorded Someday Sweetheart, which was a tune by Jelly Roll Morton that actually the earlier band had recorded but was never released, so it's possible that the arrangement that we're going to hear with the larger band featuring Johnny Dodds was something like the Creole Jazz Band played a few years earlier. So those are our tunes for this set. Uh, come on and stop, stop, stop. After you've gone, the Joe Turner Blues and When Erastus Plays His Old Kazoo, all done by Johnny Dodd's Black Bottom Stompers, and King Oliver's Dixie Syncopators featuring Johnny Dodd's on Someday Sweetheart. <laughs>
Well, you've gone and left me crying After you've gone, there's no denying You'll feel blue, you'll feel sad You'll miss the dearest pal you've ever had There'll come a time, now don't forget it There'll come a time when you'll regret it Someday when you grow lonely Your heart will break like mine and you'll want me only There'll come a time after you've gone away
So we finished up with Someday Sweetheart, King Oliver and his Dixie Syncopators, uh, featuring Johnny Dodds in this case, recorded uh, on July, or rather September 17th, 1926 for Vocalion. And that band featured King Oliver and Bob Schaffner on cornets, Kid Ori on trombone, you can hear him in there. Uh, Darnell Howard and Stomp Evans played clarinet and alto sax, Barney Bigard played tenor, and then we had Louis Russell on piano, Bud Scott on banjo, Burt Cobb featured very extensively there on tuba, and Paul Barbin on drums, along with Johnny Dodds playing the clarinet solos. An idea of how that arrangement might have sounded with the Creole jazz band uh, about three years earlier. Then before that, we started out with the whole session, the sum of the session, almost anyway, by Johnny Dodd's Black Bottom Stompers from October 8th of 1927. George Mitchell and Natty Dominique on cornets, John Thomas on trombone, Johnny Dodd's on clarinet, Charlie Alexander on piano, Bud Scott on banjo, and Baby Dodd's on drums. And Bud Scott also took the vocal. We started out with Come On and Stop, 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 which featured some very good two-cornet interplay, including an exciting break towards the end, which probably was a recreation of the King Oliver Louis Armstrong uh, breaks that were renowned in the Creole jazz band. Following that, we heard After You've Gone, the vocal take. I didn't do the non-vocal take, but uh, you got a good dose of Bud Scott's vocals. It was listed as unknown vocal, but it certainly sounds like Bud Scott if you listen to his recording uh, of Under the Bamboo Tree with Kid Ory's band in 1944, which has appeared on a podcast or two here as well. Then we heard the Joe Turner Blues, which was indeed a take on the W.C. Handy tune from the 1910s, and that uh, had some good John Thomas on trombone in there. And then that sort of stomping version of When Erastus Plays His Old Kazoo. Lots of good clarinet all the way through there. Johnny Dodds had a very forthright declamatory style, and we heard a little bit of blues playing in there, but we're going to hear a lot more on the next set. So, speaking of that, our next set will uh, begin with the first uh, session under Johnny Dodd's name for Brunswick and Vocalion. This is just clarinet and rhythm accompaniment. We're going to hear Johnny Dodd's throughout on clarinet, along with Lil Armstrong on piano and Bud Scott on guitar. And both of them, of course, were members, had been members of the Creole Jazz Band. This is from April 21st of 1927. We're going to start out with a uh, kind of a 1920s period piece of Orientalia, as they used to say, San, uh, My Darling Lona. And then from there, we will go on to a couple of blues performances. A very uh, languid performance of the St. Louis Blues, W.C. Handy's tune, here called the New St. Louis Blues. And then the clarinet wobble, another blues performance, really showing off Dodds at his best, his wailing blues style. And then we're going to finish up with Old Lizzie, uh, a pop tune of the day. And that was uh, 
sort of shows Dodds off on the other end of the spectrum. He, uh, as I said, played in a lot of uh, minstrel shows and theatrical things in the late 1910s, and he had a little bit of that gas pipey quality that uh, people don't like to talk about with Johnny Dodds. They associate it more with players like Jimmy O'Brien or white players like even Ted Lewis or, or somebody like that, more of a showy style. And Johnny Dodds certainly did that. I imagine he was called on to do it on stage any number of times, but uh, his basic blues uh, style and the honesty that he played with always shone through. So we're going to finish up that set with a take of the Louis Armstrong and Jelly Roll Morton tune, the Wild Man Blues. And this was a tune that, of course, Louis Armstrong recorded with uh, his Hot 7 right around the same time. This was in the spring of 1927. Uh, this is, again, Johnny Dodd's Black Bottom Stompers, April 22nd of 1927, and it will feature Louis Armstrong on cornet. Uh, Roy Palmer, a fine New Orleans player on trombone. Kid Ory was out of town in the spring and summer of 1927, apparently, and so he didn't do any of these recording sessions or the Louis Armstrong Hot 7s. Johnny Dodds on clarinet. There's a tenor sax that is usually said to be Barney Begard, but Begard said he couldn't ever remember recording with this t group or Johnny Dodds, which he presumably would have, so who knows who it is. Earl Hines is on piano, uh, Bud Scott on banjo, and Baby Dodds on drums. And this has a very different sound than the other Black Bottom Stompers side the, uh, session that we heard. So that will be the Wild Man Blues. And then we're going to, in the next set, do the balance of that session. So that's what we have here. Johnny Dodds, clarinet with rhythm accompaniment. San, St. Louis Blues, actually the new St. Louis Blues. Clarinet Wobble and O Lizzie. And then the Johnny Dodds Black Bottom Stompers and Wild Man Blues. <laughs>
So there we have Johnny Dodd's Black Bottom Stompers finishing up with the Melancholy Blues, or excuse me, with the Wildman Blues. And that was the originally issued take. We're going to start off the next set with the alternate take, which has some similarly exciting playing by Armstrong, especially, although a little bit more messy ensembles, which is probably why it wasn't released at the time. And uh, then we'll hear the rest of that session. But we started out the uh, session that we just heard with Johnny Dodds featured with just Lil Armstrong on piano and Bud Scott on guitar, also playing some bass lines on guitar, which was kind of a neat effect. That from uh, uh, excuse me, April 21st of 1927. All of these for Brunswick and Vocalion. We heard San, followed by the New St. Louis Blues, Clarinet Wobble and O Lizzie. Some variety in tempos there, blues and pop songs as well. Some interesting playing, really showing off the technique of Johnny Dodds. He had a very original technique that sounded in some ways primitive, but really wasn't. He uh, played an Albert system clarinet, and he really knew how to get around on that horn. So Johnny Dodds, as I said, was leading the band at Kelly's Stables up until about 1930-31. He had, at different times, Natty Dominique, even Freddie Keppard in his band. And uh, after that, in the Depression, he just jobbed around like most black musicians in Chicago. Uh, he invested in a taxicab company. He didn't drive the cabs, apparently, but he had some money in that. I think he owned an apartment building or a, a share in that as well. And he managed to eke out a living, or, or at least... Uh, produce enough to, to live during the 1930s. He had a couple more recording dates, one under his own name uh, that featured some members of the John Kirby Band that we played at various times on these podcasts, and then a last one that was part of the Georgia Vakian New Orleans uh, set for uh, Columbia, I think it was. That was uh, done in 1940, shortly before he died of a stroke. His uh, playing was a little bit... Um, unusual at that point. He had lost most of his teeth, I guess, and had some issues with his intonation, but he still had that blues feeling. So we're going to hear right now, as I said, the balance of that April 22nd session uh, for Vocalion in Brunswick. We heard the first version of Wildman Blues. We're going to start out with the alternate take of that. And then we're going to go on to the uh, Artie Matthews tune that became a New Orleans standard following the recording by the New Orleans Rhythm Kings in 1922, the Weary Blues. And this will uh, sort of go along with the arrangement that Louis Armstrong also recorded right around the same time with his Hot 7. Uh, as he did with Wild Man Blues, as he did with the next tune, which is Melancholy, the Rube Bloom tune, uh, which uh, will be here done also in two takes, the original take followed by the slightly rarer alternate take featuring some different solos. Then we're going to finish up with a New Orleans tune that was recorded by King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band, the New Orleans Stomp, which apparently was composed by the clarinet player Alphonse Picou uh, and carried to Chicago, I guess, by King Oliver, and as I said, recorded by him there. A nice, rousing uh, performance, which also features some good tenor sax, possibly by Barney Bagard, but who knows who that is. As I said, Barney Bagard said he couldn't remember having ever made a session with Johnny Dodds, who was a personal hero of his, so you'd think he would remember. So that's our set coming up. We're going to start out with uh, the second take of Wild Man Blues, going on to the Weary Blues, then two takes of Melancholy, and finishing up with New Orleans Stomp. <laughs> Thank you. 
rousing finish to our Johnny Dodds program. That was Johnny Dodds Black Bottom Stompers with Louis Armstrong doing the New Orleans Stomp, finishing up with that. Uh, had, as I said, some good tenor sax in there, and we also heard some good tenor melody playing on Melancholy. We heard the two takes prior to that, the original, or the release take, followed by the alternate take, which had some messier ensemble playing, I think you'd have to say. And then before that, we heard the Weary Blues, a very fiery performance of that, including that one sort of off-beat uh, strain that Louis included in his Hot 7 recording. Hardly anybody does that other than uh, the Louis Armstrong recordings at this point. And then we started out with the second take of the Wild Man Blues, which started out with a kind of a Louis Armstrong flub, which is probably why it didn't uh, make it onto the release take. Just a little bit of a, 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 a gesundheit in his cornet solo, but not much, but the other one was much better, although this alternate take had a lot to recommend it as well. And that was Louis Armstrong on cornet, Roy Palmer on trombone, playing some interesting uh, notes on Weary Blues, almost doing a Kidori imitation, uh, and that probably was just the style of trombone playing from New Orleans that they both grew up in. Johnny Dodds on clarinet, somebody, possibly Barney Begard on tenor sax, Earl Hines on piano, didn't get a lot of time to shine in there, but got a little bits of solos here and here and there, Bud Scott on banjo, and Baby Dodds on the drums from April 22nd of 1927. So hope you've enjoyed this program, all these Johnny Dodds Black Bottom Stompers and, and related titles, all done for Brunswick and Vocalion in Chicago in 1927, with one from 1926. You've been listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you're enjoying these programs and continue to listen. And if you'd like to sponsor us... Well, take a look at that button on your browser if you'd like to sponsor us on a continuing basis or just one time. That would be lovely to have you as a member of the family. Some of you have been getting in touch with me on Facebook and Instagram, my band name, Wolverine Jazz Band, on there. Um, a couple of you have sent me voicemails, which are lovely, but I can't really respond to those. So uh, I'd like to, but uh, there doesn't seem to be a way on Anchor to do that. So hopefully uh, you can send me an email or something like that. Anyway. This was the Jazz Focus and Johnny Dodds, and I'll see you on the other side.